0: Welcome to the Monday Morning Memory Wipe. I'm your host, Craig Price, and it's time to comb through the clutter and identify what you need to know so you can delete the rest and start your week with a clean slate. Before we start, let me remind you to subscribe to the YouTube playlist at Stolen Droids. Click the bell notifications and follow Memory Wipe on Twitter. Also, if you have something to say, contribute, or just to drop a happy note, we're morningmemorywipe at gmail.com. Now let's get to priority one. It was a big week for theme parks and theme park goers, especially if you live in sunny California. Disney California Adventure Park opened the long-awaited Avengers Campus on Friday with a special grand opening on Wednesday with Kevin Feige, the new Captain America Anthony Mackie, and the timeless Paul Rudd decked out in a stylish pink suit. The new Avengers Campus, next to the Guardians of the Galaxy, has only one ride but makes up for it with more than enough character interactions. The ride, called Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure, takes guests on a ride through a mansion, run rampant with the friendly neighborhood Spider-Hero's newest pet project, Spider-Bots, that self-replicate out of control. Guests can either buy their own web shooters at a shop selling Spidey gear, which will provide them with extra powers as they help the wall crawler demolish the Spider-Bots, or they can just fling their hands like Spider-Man, slinging his webs to activate their own web shooters. At the end of the ride, guests are shown a score like a video game, similar to the Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters or Toy Story Midway Mania rides. Doctor Strange puts on a magic show throughout the day but it's different at night when the Sorcerer Supreme opens a portal after he enlists guests to help him through an enchantment to erect a shield around the campus. There'll be plenty of characters to interact with like Iron Man, Ant-Man and his partner the Wasp, and General Akoya and the Dorage Milaje of Black Panther's Wakanda Warriors. Next month the attraction will add performances of the supervillain Taskmaster clashing with the Black Widow. The grand opening also showed everybody from Captain America to Thor and Loki. Black Panther to Captain Marvel who have already been part of Disney California Adventure in the past and they'll all appear inside Avengers Campus now and then. And like any great day at California Adventure, food will be taking center stage. The Pym Test Kitchen Eatery features a variety of foods that can shrink or be enlarged with its Pym Particles. The Schwarmer Palace Food Carts will also be around. For us adults without kids but still have to deal, there's a good selection of beer and a wide selection of microbrews, including the Molecular Meltdown, which is a stout float with mini marshmallows on top. Nothing like getting a sugar high and an alcohol low to power you through a theme park. If you want more information, I highly recommend Provost Park Pass on YouTube, where Chris, his wife Amanda, and their cute kid Miles give you all the news that there is to get on Disney parks across the globe. A revamped Warner Brothers Studios tour is also gearing up to open June 26th. The newest part of the tour is the Action and Magic Made Here grand finale, where they'll get the step behind the scenes of Harry Potter and the Fantastic Beasts with all new interactive experiences, props, costumes, and memorable photo opportunities. DC fans will be able to explore the all-new Batcave, where they get to get up close to the Batmobile from Tim Burton's original Batman film, the Tumbler from The Dark Knight, and the Batwing from Batman v Superman. Photo ops include The Lasso of Hestia from Wonder Woman 1984, Jared Leto's Joker and Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn costumes from Suicide Squad, Poison Ivy in front of the actual Arkham Asylum gates featured in Joel Schumacher's Batman and Robin, and more from films such as Aquaman, Superman and Zack Snyder's Justice League. Guests can then explore recreated sets from Harry Potter and the Fantastic Beasts, where they can try their hand at the art of potion making, snap a photo inside Harry's cupboard under the stairs at 4 Privet Drive, or be surrounded by Hogwarts acceptance letters at the Dursley's fireplace, test their wand choreography skills, and learn more about the magical creatures from Fantastic Beasts and Newt Scammer's shed of magical creatures. A new sorting ceremony takes place in the Great Hall recreated set. The official Harry Potter fan club mobile app will allow fans to discover their official Hogwarts house before arriving. Ravenclaw, thank you very much. Visitors will even hear the Sorting Hat call off their true Hogwarts house when it's placed above their heads. The studio tour will be open on weekends from June 26th through July 11th, with the tour open on July 5th. And from July 15th on, the studio tour will operate 5 days a week and remain closed on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Tours depart at 9am to 3pm, with departures every 30 minutes. I'm available, Warners. Just ask. And comings and goings, lots of casting news! Coming to John Wick 4! Everyone's favorite blind Jedi wannabe, Donnie Yen. Yen will play an old friend of Wick, who shares the same history and many of the same enemies. And let's be honest, if he has to fight John Wick, there won't be a John Wick 5. Donnie would crush him. That's not opinion, that's science. Taylor Swift will try and shake off her last movie, Cats, by joining David O. Russell's untitled movie. The volatile director has assembled a who's who of talent, including Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, Michael B. Jordan, Rami Malek, and Zoe Saldana, along with Robert De Niro, Mike Myers, Timothy Olyphant, Michael Shannon, Chris Rock, and Anya Taylor-Joy. Seems like everyone is either in this or the Knives Out sequel, so now's a good chance to take over Hollywood while everyone's out of town shooting these two movies. The Firestarter has found their tiny pyro. American Horror Story and The Tomorrow War, actress Ryan Keir Armstrong has landed the lead role of Charlie in the Blumhouse, Weed Roads Pictures, and Universal's update of Stephen King's Firestarter. Originally played by Drew Barrymore in 1984, the story of a young girl that can start fires with her mind will also star Zac Efron. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2 has their Spider-Woman. Issa Rae has signed on to play Jessica Drew. In the comic, Jessica Drew's parents used uranium for their various scientific experiments. The radiation, however, poisons Jessica, which leads her parents to radically intervene to save her life by, among other things, injecting her with a serum made of, you guessed it, spider blood. I don't know why spider blood reacts so well to radiation. It seems like everybody who's near radiation and spider blood become Spider-Man. The Spider- man Into the Spider-Verse sequel is scheduled to debut on October 7th, 2022. In the Cummings and Going Simultaneously department, Netflix has canceled Mark Millar's Jupiter's Legacy, releasing all the cast from their contracts, while also committing to Millar's Super Crooks, which takes place in the same fictional world, but focuses on villains. Same good guys are out, bad guys are in. Either way, Mark Millar noted in his statement that he's confident we'll return to it later, and just to say thanks to you guys for your continued support, and to the cast and crew who made this look great. Spoiler alert, Jupiter's legacy ends on a cliffhanger, so if you're watching, you're SOL. Finally in the world of casting came this going from the great Neil Gaiman. What's going? The fs he has to give for people complaining about woke casting. In a tweet responding to another dumb incel complaining about his supposed lack of intestinal fortitude, the author said, I give all the fs about the work. I spent 30 years successfully battling bad movies of Sandman. I give zero f**ks about people who don't understand, haven't read Man, whining about a non-binary desire, and that death isn't white enough. Watch the show, make up your own minds. Well said, like all of gaming's works. Finally, we have an update to a segment in our first episode where we discussed if Tom Cruise was good or evil for screaming at his set for ignoring COVID protocols. And Tommy is not going to like this. Filming in the United Kingdom. Mission Impossible 7 has been shut down until June 14th due to positive coronavirus tests results during routine testing. Reports say Tom Cruise is in self-isolation where he's probably screaming at some poor assistant since we all know that filming was first shut down in Italy in March, 2020. Filming resumed in September, but was halted again after 12 people tested positive for the virus. In December, 2020, while filming in London, an audio recording of Cruise shouting at crew members for breaking COVID-19 protocols surfaced online. We are the gold standard. They're back here in Hollywood making movies right now because of us! Because they believe in us and what we're doing! I'm on the phone with every studio at night! Insurance companies! Producers! And they're looking at us and using us to make their movies! We are creating thousands of jobs, you Tom later defended his comments. In a recent interview with Empire, clarifying that he did not shout in front of the entire crew, and only addressed the select people who were directly involved with the safety violation. Seems like he learned the same thing my parents did when they yelled at me. It doesn't work, and sending me to my room is exactly where I wanted to be in the first place. We'll be right back. June is for love and weddings, so we're recasting Bridesmaids. Watch Alex Barnhill and Mark Woodring go mano y mano to see who has what it takes to recast this hilarious comedy Tuesday, June 8th at 9pm Eastern, 6pm Pacific. Be sure to head over to matineeheroes.com slash castoff to subscribe to your preferred video stream. Last week has come and gone, and tomorrow is just another day. But let us look forward as we optimize the week ahead. Today is June 7th, National Chocolate Ice Cream Day. Combine it with some cake or even Fudgy the Whale from Carvel and celebrate a man with a certain set of skills for acting. Liam Neeson shares his birthday with funny man SNL star Bill Hader. Tuesday, June 8th is Jelly-Filled Donut Day. Celebrate with Hollywood tough guy Frank Grillo and the humblest man that ever lived, Kanye West, as they celebrate their birthdays. Also, a happy anniversary to my lovely wife Heather. 17 years and she's only tried to murder me that I know of once. Wednesday is June 9th, Writer's Rights Day be on the right side of history when it comes to writer's rights, and right the wrongs of the past by paying writers what they're worth. Without them, we're stuck with mediocre improv. On Disney+, Plus, Marvel fans will finally get to see their favorite god of mischief, Loki, in his own show. After stealing the Tesseract during the events of Avengers Endgame, an alternate version of Loki played by Tom Hiddleston is brought to the mysterious Time Variance Authority, a bureaucratic organization that exists outside of time and space and monitors the timeline. They give Loki a choice face being erased from resistance due to being a time variant, or help fix the timeline and stop a greater threat. Loki ends up trapped in his own crime thriller, traveling through time and altering human history. You can watch new episodes each Wednesday on Disney+, Plus, which, like Loki, diverges from the past, which usually debuts on Fridays. Speaking of hopping through time, happy birthday to our favorite time travel, Marty McFly's Michael J. Fox. He shares his birthday with potential sister-in-law to Loki, Jane Foster, a.k.a. Natalie Portman, as well as Captain Jack Sparrow himself, Johnny Depp. Thursday is June 10th, National Herb and Spice Day. We say herb and spice because, as Eddie Izzard rightfully points out, it has a f***ing H in it. Happy birthday to Model Kate Upton and comedian and Mandalorian star Bill Burr. Premiering on Paramount+, Plus, Mark Wahlberg in Infinite. Mark plays Evan McCauley, a man discovering that his hallucinations are actually visions from the past. This is part of Paramount's ramp up to 2022, where they promise a new first-run movie on the platform every week. Friday, June 11th is Make Life Beautiful Day. It's also Corn La Cob Day and German Chocolate Cake Day, so it will be. Premiering in theaters and on HBO Max, Lin-Manuel Miranda's musical In the Heights. It's the story of a neighborhood, Washington Heights in Manhattan, and the people who don't just live there, but bring the place to life as an extended family. It's a mixing pot of cultures and rhythms, and foods and clubs, and most importantly, dreams. Also premiering on Netflix is the animated Wish Dragon from Sony Animation. Din, a working class college student with big dreams, but small means, and Long, a cynical, but all powerful dragon, capable of granting wishes, set off on a hilarious adventure through modern-day Shanghai in pursuit of Din's long-lost childhood friend, Lena. Their adventure forces them to answer some of the life's biggest questions, because when you can wish for anything, you have to decide what really matters. Happy birthday to the always lupus-diagnosing Hugh Laurie, and the man who drinks and knows things, Peter Dinklage. Saturday, June 12th, is National Automotive Service Professionals Day. Be sure to call up your local mechanic, promise to deliver him a gift that afternoon, wait until the next day, and then call him to say it hasn't arrived yet, only to deliver it later that same day and charge them twice the amount you paid for it as labor. No, I'm not upset at all. (sighs) Happy birthday to the lesser Franco, Dave. Sunday, June 13th is National Children's Day. Really? Like we don't already focus enough of our time and energy on these ankle biters? It's a marvelous day for a birthday as America's ass Chris Evans, Thor and WandaVision sidekick Kat Dennings One of the multiverse's Quicksilver and future craven, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, and our favorite Swedish scientist and patriarch of the Skarsgård brood, Stellan Skarsgård, all celebrate birthdays today. We'll be right back with the meme of the week. (music) The Friends reunion hit a few weeks ago, but it still has the internet in a tizzy. People were either tweeting about their emotions during it, how the cast looked. Well, look at that. Rachel actually did turn into her father. How most of us feel about James Corden. Me, watching the Friends reunion behind-the-scenes clips, versus when it cuts back to James Corden in the studio. To hearing about secret crushes. Me, when Jennifer and David confessed that they had a crush on each other. Are you okay? Totally. There was one recurring theme that seemed to take the internet, and Ireland in particular, by storm. That was watching Matt LeBlanc channel everyone's middle-aged Irish uncle stance throughout the special. Joey bringing Big lorry Driver from Struban at the barbecue after a child's christening energy. That's some specific energy. I enjoyed Matt LeBlanc's Da sitting on the couch during a quick stop of your grand's performance. Matt LeBlanc is five seconds away from slapping his knee and going, Well, we ought to make a move. Who's ready to rock and roll? Even if you don't have an Irish uncle, I think many of us can relate, which is why Irish Uncle Matt LeBlanc is the meme of the week. That concludes this week's Memory Wipe. Please subscribe to the show on YouTube. Click the bell icon and get notified when we have a new show. Look for the audio version of the show on Apple Podcasts and your favorite podcatchers. Follow us on Twitter at Memory Wipe and Instagram at Morning Memory Wipe. And send your emails to morningmemorywipe at gmail.com. Thanks for watching, and as always, if we didn't talk about it, you don't need to remember it.